Hello and welcome to this episode of Master of Our Domain, the podcast which is officially about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined uh, all the way from Melbourne, which is also here, uh, by <laughs> New Zealand comedian James Nikise. How are you doing? Good, man. So it's nice to finally see you. I feel like we... Like it's just, been a while. Yeah. It's, uh, Edinburgh? Was that it? Yeah, it was Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually met on a podcast. We did. But a different podcast. We're podcast survivors. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been, what are we, week three of the Melbourne Festival? I think, I think that sounds about right to me. Week three yeah. is sort of, it feels week three. It's weird. You just don't. I, I find with this festival, more than like Edinburgh, mm. you just don't see anyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's so like the festival. I was saying this to Phoebe earlier. It doesn't just doesn't take over the city in the same way. No, if anything, you feel like you've slightly inconvenienced yeah. the city of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they that's don't correct. buy tickets that's to the, the shows. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the right attitude to have to comedians. Like, no offense to either of you, but you should feel <laughs> like as a comedian, you should feel like you're bothering people. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Tom Tom Walker <laughs> in the Edinburgh documentary that Aidan Jones made was talking about the fringe, and he was like, "If this many improv groups descended on any other city at any other time, it would be a state of emergency." Yeah, that's <laughs> a great line. on the streets. I think that's my favorite line from last year's festival. <laughs> <laughs> it is a it is a good one. I think my favorite interview in it was just Dan Muggleton's because he's so surly throughout the entire thing. <laughs> he's like, "I don't want to be here." <laughs> Um, which his we all feel like and his tracksuit and oh yeah absolutely he's a I, I think he's kind of like a Ken doll like that tracksuit doesn't come off you know it's like it's welded on I've still never seen him without the tracksuit yeah you gotta pay extra for that oh well there you go that's, that's a has, high tier on the Patreon he has an OnlyFans he has only two OnlyFans one, one yeah he has an OnlyDans one is the tracksuit one and one is the no tracksuit one hmm he has Which like 25 more? of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly, the tracksuit one, there are a lot of perverts out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracksuit, nothing on underneath. No singlet. Just, uh, just raw dog. No singlet, no suit. underwear. No problem. <laughs> just just the tracksuit top, just, just poo moding all over the place. <laughs> Poor old Dan Muggledon catching strays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not. We're just writing Dan Muggleton fanfic yeah, at this point. Yeah. Like, none of this is real. Uh, listeners, please don't go looking for Dan Muggleton's OnlyFans. As far as I know, it doesn't exist. If he does have one, it must be under an assumed name. Um, mm-hmm. We have tried to look it up. Man Duggleton. Yeah, yeah. Try, yeah, try some, try some spoonerisms. Um, try some likely nicknames. Mustache Man sixty nine. This sort of stuff. Um, Muggo. Margot, yeah, the big, the yeah, big mark. That's the, cl- that's the classic. Um, what was it we were doing the other day? Uh, I referred to him as the Mugglerdon, and no one got it. Um, oh, that's quite which good. Which I thought was, yeah, no, I no, thought no, it was good. Quite good. No, that is good. I, it worry, was underappreciated in my view. Oh, you're like Van Gogh. That is me. Yeah, got, got yeah, you one cut ear. Your ear off. <laughs> yeah, cut my ear off to spite Dan Muggleton. Every time, every time an audience doesn't like your Malala joke, you cut a bit of off your ear. Oh man, yeah, we can't. They did like the Malala joke last night, so um, well, that's <laughs> James is looking at me with real uh, horror right, in his okay, eyes. So, yeah, yeah, the Malala joke. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat it on the podcast for like the seventeenth time. I might just pop to the bathroom before yeah. we um, watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the joke is um, uh, I'm talking about that my parents are dead, 
And then I'm talking about how it made me less sympathetic to when people my age complain about their grandparents being dead. And it's like, they're supposed to be dead. They're grandparents. And I'm like, I feel when people complain to me about their grandparents being dead, I feel like Malala must feel when people complain to her about having a headache. Uh, <laughs> I don't see why people don't get on board with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a fair joke. Yeah, there was the the origin of this becoming like a running thing on the podcast was that I did it at a comedy club in London and I was expecting maybe like an ooh or like a kind of like an unsure reaction. But what I got was just stone dead nothing. And I was like, do you not know who I'm talking about? So then I explained about it and then and then they ooed it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get to do it now. You don't even know who she is. It's because he used the full name and it wrong footed people. So Mm. for like, so for sort of three episodes running, he uh, uh, Milo explained this joke to our guest, and every single time they said it'll be that they don't that people don't know her last name. Every single guest had the same diagnosis of why people didn't like this joke. Yeah. Um, Uneducated yeah. swine of comedy audiences don't even know the full name. Well, it could be any Malala. It's also why you use the last name. It could be any Malala, but if you say Malala, mm. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like it'd be if you were talking about Sting Anderson, people were like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we also Sting Anderson, had, yeah, yeah, again, we had this yeah. the exact same discussion about whether whether Malala is really a mononym now, and then we were trying to think mm. of like the other mononyms that you could kind of trade her in for. Uh, yeah, we have a good time. We do, we do. Um, and so the episode we're talking about is season seven, episode thirteen, the seven. Um, one of the more enigmatically titled Seinfeld episodes. It is enigmatically titled. It also, um, I don't know if uh, you did this deliberately, but one of the storylines ties in quite nicely mm. with uh, the fact that old dad Muggleton only ever wears tracksuits. So there's a nice little, oh, yeah, nice yeah, little yeah. tie through there. It's all, it's all coming together. All Do of we sudden. know whether or not he has more than one tracksuit? Oh, he's got so many. Have He's you got, seen uh, them? I went Have to a hotel them in and they're a all racked up, man. He has, they've got one of those like open wardrobes without doors in his hotel room. So you just see oh. like a rack of tracksuits. He kind of, he's got like a Paulie Walnuts thing going on, you know. Have you not seen the, um, the Dan Muggleton tracksuit? The one that's like customized. And so the, the taping, it just says like DM down it a hundred times with like little silhouettes of his face. No, I think you can, <laughs> I think you can probably, probably take from my... Um, from my speechlessness that I have not seen seen it. No. You know you've hit it big in comedy when you've got your own personalised tracksuit. It's going to be like the Angus from ACDC thing, isn't it? Because has he got personalised gear? Well, yeah, I mean, the school. Uh, he's school got the schoolboy outfit, yeah, but he's got one that says Angus Young on it. Well, I mean, surely it's a young man's game, though, having that like sticking mm. to that. You've 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 got to really pick if you're going to start young. Yeah, yeah. Pick something that'll make sense when you're like a fifty-year-old comic. The older you get, the more the school uniform bit feels a bit porny. Well, I mean, same with the shell tracksuit, right? She's successful. keeping that tracksuit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets some grey chest hair, really grow it out. Again, yeah. Dan, if you're listening, you're a, you're a fantastic comic and we have nothing but respect for you. <laughs> um, we're just we're just spitballing ideas unless, to take the brand uh, further. Unless you're a listener from 20 years in the future, in, ca- in which case we were never that close and um, <laughs> we, we know nothing about those charges. <laughs> Who? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, we open with a bit uh, which has. Um, oh no! I remember what it is now. It's the he's talking about clothes. Something that's had it far too easy for far too long. The concept of clothing. Ever since the Garden of Eden, no one has thought to criticize the concept of clothing. Um, but Jerry Seinfeld's having a bash. 
Uh, and he's like, you know, people get compliments on their clothes, but it's not a compliment for you. It's a compliment for the clothes. And that's why we have clothes is to get compliments because you can't get compliments on just you or on like your personality. I think this is, I think this is a hard stance that I, that I agree with, mm. actually. I, do, I, I, think, I think that uh, complimenting someone's clothes is a, che- is a cheap shot. He's complimenting, you've been complimented on the choosing of the clothes, I think, rather than the clothes themselves. Also, how like, how like the clothes look on you as well. There's that, there's like a little, there's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of that. Like you can, you can have like a nice piece of clothing that looks like shit and, and, and a not great piece of clothing that looks good just because you look good. Seinfeld's got a slamming bod. He can carry it off, you know. He's got a slamming bod. There's nothing, there's nothing he can't wear. He can, he can, he can, he can get, he can get away with, you know, one of those little like kind of like like mesh handkerchief tops that have come back mm. yeah. He, yeah well there is the seinfeld bondage photo famously which yeah, where he is wearing basically oh, that. is it the rolling stone shoot they did yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Where they look like they're going to Bergheim. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know what maybe they did Maybe there's a lot of cocaine in the 90s so yeah <laughs> there's a guy in there jerry you gotta piss on him <laughs> why do you gotta piss on a guy <laughs> Oh, yeah, I pissed on a guy. What if some piss gets in your mouth? What can happen? What can happen? <laughs> exactly. That would be a great Seinfeld episode. I think they should bring it back. Yeah. Well, for just yeah. just like just for a kind of Berkheim bottle episode. Yeah, like a reunion They're in episode. They, 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 they can't find each other. Yeah. Kramer, Kramer knows the bouncer. Kramer's insisting that piss is sterile, <laughs> etc. There's a exactly. gimp, they unzip it, it's Newman. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah we'd get yeah. all the cast involved, yeah. <laughs> so there's a plot line about someone wearing the same outfit to Berghain every week. Yep. Yeah. No, keep going, keep going, this yeah, is yeah, working. Yeah. This is working, It's just a I slight think. variation on the bass riff, that's all you need. Yeah, exactly. It's a very thin line yeah. between Seinfeld and porn, really. It, re- yeah. it is, actually. Yeah, it is. It is a, it's a gossamer thin... <laughs> Similar to the shirt he'll be wearing. They should do porn more like they did in the old days, I think. You know, fuck all this stepbrother stuck in a ladder stuff. I think what you need... What porn are you watching? What's a stepbrother and ladder stuff? It's a great question. Ah, you've been checked out of porn for a while, I see. This is the secrets of touring comedians. Yeah, well, basically... I wonder what this is like. The, uh, the, because of the centralized behemoth that is Pornhub um, and the algorithms on there have gone a bit crazy and they've started kind of creating genres of porn that no one is particularly into but that they work well with the algorithm so everyone starts making them because they want people to watch the and one of the and the two genres are uh, step mom, step dad, step brother, step sister and also stuck in things and the stuck in things is even more puzzling like i'm just like where did that come from but there's so much like help stepbrother i'm stuck in the tumble dryer or like whatever it's a very very strange it's it's like you know people talk about the dangers of ai but really porn algorithms is where you want to be looking welcome to a new regular section of the show where uh where milo uh describes what comes up on his pornhub homepage. With the assumption that it's exactly the same for everyone, and uh, unwittingly outs it himself as being the step ladder guy. Come on, 
Let's be honest with ourselves. I don't want to know what it thinks I like. I remember getting asked if I, you know, have you ever watched New Zealand porn? And a lot of Kiwis actually get New asked Zealand that. Porn. We always like, it exists just a, apparently. Just a beautiful sunset over a hillside. Yeah, with our deeply sexual accent. Oh yeah, yeah just fine. Do it, mate. <laughs> uh, it's so, and it's funny because a lot of Kiwis overseas, uh, we mm. go, go, yeah, we're gassed. And none of us have ever watched it. Because oh, wow. it's, it's, it's two degrees of separation in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all just a little bit scared <laughs> that like we'll clip on like you know someone had to pay off their student loan or something. We're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. no, and you're like step brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, that's my step brother. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and it's not, it's not exotic for you. You know, you need to. It's like that. I feel the same way about British porn. I don't know who watches it, but there's something about like oh yeah, do it then yeah, dirty old slag. Like it just doesn't you know. There's something about it's it. Horrifying. It's not right. Where's that Ross Kemp documentary? <laughs> Ross Kemp on porn. Ross Kemp on porn. Ross Kemp on slags. I'm outside Charlene's unit. She's about to get a visit from the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so terrified in my life. This could really go turbo. He would be like with the soldiers. He'd be standing outside and when they finish, comes out high fives Ross Kemp. <laughs> Good job, mate. Good job. It's hard work. It's hard work. It is. is it, well, like the, the premise is there's, there's like a film crew lying in wait at every pizza delivery just in case. Just in case it's the one, yeah, like unique, genuine example. Um, yeah, it's, it's, there has been some weird. I mean, there used to be that um, porn where the guy would turn up and his dick was through the pizza. Um, uh, yeah, which you'd be annoyed if someone delivered you a pizza like that. I Even th- if you wanted to fuck them, you'd it's be a like perilous angle as well. Pizza boxes mm. aren't that long, so it's like you'd have to be going in at a. Slightly, yeah, it's, it's very. You no, really you know. got to think about the geometry of the situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, if you think of the way that pizza ingredients unevenly retain their heat. Because well, you yeah. might like touch the edge and think, "Oh, the crust mm. is cool enough to do this safely," but mm. you are not. You are not accounting for how hot the cheese can get. Yeah, and the cheese is a real danger. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna yeah. that's gonna adhere to mm. sensitive skin. I would I would have thought. Yeah, we need to talk about safety on porn sets. You know, mm. they're not they're not taking it seriously enough with this. Dangerous I mean, they're really not game. taking it seriously enough. There are some horrible horrible grim stories about about yeah, porn sets, no, but is, not necessarily about cheese burns there dick. must be a I, seinfeld I, porn right oh I'm yeah there's sure gotta there be is. a seinfeld porn there's gotta yeah. be yeah I, d- I mean rule 34 is always true like if you can think of it it, it exists almost mm. certainly um yeah i mean i did <laughs> ages ago i did see a porno where it was like two couples having sex but the focus was like It'd been clearly like very like shoddily made because the focus was like really excessively on one couple and occasionally you would just get a view of the other couple having sex as though they weren't really in the porno but they were just also there. And then at a certain point the camera panned around and the other couple had finished and they were just eating a plate of scrambled eggs. Now that's porn. That's some that's some good solid working class porn that is. Yeah. And at that point it became art, I think. Yeah. I was like, that is a really interesting directorial decision. <laughs> it's Werner Hozog's porn. Yeah. Now the couple are finished, depressed, eating eggs. <laughs> yeah. It is nothing. The other couple carries on. The eggs, unpot- he's got a bit Zizek. Is that your Werner um, Herzog? That's not, that's, not, that's not right. That's not yeah, I've not, right. I've not got a, I've not got a Herzog <laughs> you're not, you're dialed not, in. You've not done a study. Um, yeah. I've only seen yeah. the porn parody of Werner Herzog. Yeah. <laughs> the voice acting was not very accurate sad wanks for sad people <laughs> yeah exactly i think that should be a category on Pornhub. um 
Yeah, so uh, the plot of the episode is that uh, Elaine, satisfied with her eggs, um, goes to buy a bike and Jerry goes with her, but he's like chatting up a woman in the store. Um, they're, They're browsing and then she happens to see the bike which was like her dream bike from when she was a kid like it's not she hasn't gone specifically with a view to buy the bike she gets a kind of she gets a Mm. hankering for the bike i have a lot of i have a lot of sympathy for this like a few years ago i developed a hankering for um for a keeper horse which i don't know if either of you are familiar with these what when i when i was a A child disposable horse a non-disposable horse exactly not uh, none of these single use horses they're really bad for the environment um when I was a kid, there was uh, there was a range of toys called Keepers, and it was spelled K E Y P E R S, and right. they were like plastic, iter- like sparkly plastic iterations of various animals, and they each mm. came with a key with a heart on the end, and you could keep your little trinkets in, like in the creature. And I had like I had a swan, I think, when I was a kid, and there was a and there was a turtle, there was a snail, but like. Mm-hmm. The real cream of the crop was the keeper horse. That was the that okay. was like Which she more was capacious like than any of those. Yeah, other she animals. was the one who was like ring. she was the one who was like serving cunt was the keeper horse. Like everyone <laughs> wanted the keeper horse, and my parents <laughs> said that I could have a keeper horse for right, my okay. birthday, and then we were round at somebody else's house and. One of my friends had the keeper horse and my mum got a look at it and said, no, 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 you're not having that. It's really like, it looks really poorly made. It's really cheap looking. It's really tacky. And I was like, yeah, I'm four. Mom, it's a key ring. It's not a key ring. It's like a full, it's like, they're, they're like, like that big. They're bigger oh, than my little oh, ponies. Right, you keep okay. like jewellery and hairbands and, you know, oh, notes right, on okay. your enemies in them. They're like, 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 like a piggy bank, but like. But a horse bank. But. A horse, where the bank, horse exactly, is bank, but like yeah. pink and sparkly, but it apparently looked a lot tackier than it did in the pictures. And I was like, "Well, I'm four years old, so mm. like the kind of the like well, the politics, like the politics of aesthetics are not really something which is like a kind mm. of big thing in my world as yet." Yeah, um, you're not Werner Herzog at this point. I'm not Werner Herzog yet. Like that, like leave that for my fifth birthday. Mm. And yeah, and she went back on her word. And I never, and so I never got one. So, like in adulthood, I developed like a terrific hankering for one. I was like, I must have, I must have the keeper horse that I was denied when I was a child. And I eventually found one on eBay. And I um, spent a huge amount of money on this fucking thing. And now I just have it. And it's did they still in make my them, house. or did you have to get like a collector's edition? Uh, no, I had, no, no, like I had to get a collector's. I had to get a collector's edition of this fucking thing. And now I just have it, mm. and I don't. And like, and I, some weird red mist went over me when I decided mm. I had to have it. Now the horse league are onto you because it didn't come of, with a key either. So I, caricature. I, I can't get into it either. But it's what's just, in it? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! There's an horse. You got, you there's, get there's, 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 something, there's something in the horse. There's you something in the horse. Like, horse in there. Like, <laughs> like if you're rattling. <laughs> but fortunately they can't get out because i don't have the key so i've got there is like this kind of tiny tiny ajax being like i'm gonna come in and sack your city but he can't get out unfortunately so uh, (laughs) now are you odysseus forgot the key i'm the the son of oileus i'm the bad ajax i'm gonna get you etc 
but they're never confuse the two they're Ajaxes. tiny so I'm not scared of them so I'm not scared of them right, not scared right. of them anyway well, I, and, and they Aja- can't get out Ajax son of Oily is famously the smaller of the two so yeah the oily one yeah. <laughs> slipping some, some through real, the fences some real Iliad content <laughs> here for our, for our classically <laughs> educated fans <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I asked so I have, Telemon, big fella. Could have been Samoan, you know. So I have There's a lot of classical lot of listeners going nailing it. They're fucking nailing <laughs> us. Nailing it, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is one guy. Yeah, this is why mm. I've got like a tiny, tiny Odysseus that lives in my house because he was the only one who was smart enough not to actually get into the into the horse. Mm. Yeah, we told you his yeah. name is no one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Little little sneaky sneaky guy. So yeah, so now I have this pink sparkly plastic horse, which mm. I don't want to say how much it costs me because it's very embarrassing. It is an embarrassing quantity of money. Like, have a figure in your head, right? Yeah, and make it more embarrassing. That's roughly. <laughs> that's is it, roughly how much? Is it rent level embarrassing? It's not rent level embarrassing. Certainly not in London, was it? Certainly <laughs> no. It's not London rent embarrassing. It's like honestly, it's it nowhere in the North UK rent embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> it's maybe potentially anyway. So anyway. yeah, anyway, Jerry and Elena are in the shop. She decides that she wants this bike. She's trying to lift it down. Jerry refuses to help her because he's busy flirting with this woman. Which you know, this is a category error on Jerry's behalf. By the way, mm-hmm. it really, really is because if someone was if someone was chatting me up and I saw him snaking his friend in order to do that i'd be like nah small time behavior doing heavy lifting it's small time behavior not just that but like just being a just having some some sign of being a kind of decent person yeah sorry in answer to your question in answer to your question before Mm. not rent not rent embarrassing but grocery money okay all right yeah yeah we're in we're in the ballpark here and like and like not the kind of the the big shop taking down two different tins and being like, this one is 95, this one's a pound. Like, not, not, not that kind. Like a nice grocery shop. Mm. Like going uh, to Waitrose. Picking up, picking up some, picking up some bits. You're getting that. Shop. You're getting that finest yeah. pasta because it's better. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is better though. The, it is just, the big it is rigatoni just with the slight dusting Sorry. of the zero, zero <laughs> flour on it. Regret to inform you that that bronze cut mm. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's this good. Is, this is a Papadelle uh, yeah, bitch no, 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 right here. A, <laughs> Don't you yeah, forget it. Yeah, that's right. This is this is a this is a category error, error off off Jerry because uh letting Elaine struggle with the bike. <sighs> mm. It's not it's not alpha. It's not alpha of him. No. So the bike This falls is a sign on of someone of who does not fuck. And then yeah. and then she can't get out from under the bike as though it's like a car. <laughs> um it's like Elaine this is a child's bike. Come on. You what if this. he what if he helped her though and maintained eye contact with the lady while he's helping her? That's somehow like creepy. The Terminator. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh no, that's good. No, 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 no. I agree. Like in terms of like, okay, let's 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 like let's set up like a kind of pyramid of acceptable behaviour here. He should have said, "Would you excuse me for one moment?" Gone to help his friend, then come back. Eye contact at any point is gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna mm. despoil the interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg style eye contact throughout the whole procedure. That's mm. what women want, you know. Um, so yeah, then Elaine gets this kind of crick in her neck. Um, she's doing like the comedic neck tilt uh, for the first bit of the episode. We get a scene at Jerry's apartment where uh, Kramer is making himself a big sandwich, and then Jerry doesn't have the mustard that he likes, so he abandons the sandwich, and then. And then Jerry's like, well, hang on a minute. I'm not, I'm not happy with this arrangement where you just come around here and like waste my food. 
Um, and so Kramer says he's going to come up with something. Um, and then uh, he gives Elaine, Elaine offhandedly says, I would give the bike to anyone who could get rid of this pain. And then Kramer gives her a sort of impromptu shiatsu massage, come like chiropractor neck twist thing. And, uh, and she's sort of magically cured. And so then Kramer's like, send the bike over whenever you want. Um, and then Elaine's like, wait, that wasn't a deal. That's like a hyperbole. But Kramer's already left. Mm. You know, he's laid down the law. Mm. He's a man who lives by code. He's like a Ronin. Mm-hmm. He's he's very very literal. This is not the first time uh, his friends have bumped up against Kramer's extreme literalism. Mm. Yeah, so Kramer ends up taking the bike. Elaine's not very happy about it. Meanwhile, Jerry's going on some more dates with this girl, and um, she she's wearing the same dress as before, and Jerry's kind of intrigued by this, or rather perturbed, probably more accurately. I think at first he's intrigued and then it becomes perturbation. Yeah. I think he's like, he, like he is constantly walking the fine line between being perturbed and being intrigued mm. with every sort of aspect of his life. It's the kind of thing I might notice, but I would be unlikely to particularly factor it in unless it seemed dirty. I think it, I think it depends. James, what do you think of this? I think it's, if it's like, if it's like a kind of, particularly eye-catching dress and it is an eye-catching dress because mm. he makes a big thing out of it and he's because he says it's like a superhero costume which it kind of yeah. is it's black and like white top and bottom it's like it's like the kind of dress they would use in a deodorant commercial I feel, uh, yeah kind of I, I feel like the more important issue is how hot is the person in the dress uh, okay. because right. i'm a stand-up okay, yeah. comic and mm. they're a stunning woman wear the same dress I mean there will come a point where I don't bring up the dress because I feel it might be your own mm. dress and I don't know the background yet but just ride it out yeah don't look a yeah. keeper horse in the mouth I mean that's know? always Seinfeld's yeah, problem well, is exactly, he shoots yeah. himself in the foot he does by just not having patience yeah, he's asking too many questions. Yeah, you know? he's, he's you're, eating from you're the tree beautiful, of knowledge. Uh, uh, and I'm a stand-up comedian. You can you can eat with your hands. You can you can like you can drink motor oil. You can vomit when you laugh. I don't care. Like this is this is this is not something that maybe I'm I like. Need a woman who eats with her hands. Maybe that's but it's, maybe uh, that's yeah. my solution. But also, like as long as the clothes. I mean, there's two issues. As long as the clothes, it can be the same dress. Is she washing it every day? Like. If, mm. if it smells like a, a dress that's been worn for seven days, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be a factor. Craig David dress. But if you're taking it home, chucking it in the wash cycle, you know, and then yeah. and coming back out, well, as long as it's clean, wear I what you want. It, no, I think, I think, it, I think that, it, that wearing the same dress all the time, even if it's clean or wearing the same mm. like shirt or jumper or something all the time, particularly if it's like unusual enough and like, it's not like a kind of plain black jumper like which you can probably get away with. Yeah. I think that it's a marker of other potentially deeper and more troubling eccentricities. You hear that, Muggleton? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was going to be the twist, actually. I thought he was going to go back to her apartment and she was going to have a rack of like 12 of the same dress, which would be a different kind of weird, but... But the, no, no, because this is this is one of the, this is one of his suggestions. This mm. is one of the things that he wonders: like, does she only have one, or does she have like a, a rack of ident a rack of identical ones? And I think it's I think it's good writing that you never find out which. That it's just yeah. kind of you know like kind of mist- like mystery for mm. the ages. But just to explain, dress. just to explain his apparent um, his apparent insanity at being obsessed with the dress. There are two things we have to remember, and I've said this before, but I'll say, but it bears repeating. And it's that 
this is Seinfeld is not set in in the actual 90s it's set in a near reality in the mm. 90s and in this near reality being a being a stand-up comedian is an extremely hot thing to be mm. and jerry has jerry has at his disposal every single beautiful woman in new york city in the tri-state area every single one yeah. there's there's nothing there which is not from available Greenwich, to him. connecticut to fuck jerry seinfeld well yeah exactly so he is not so he's not subject to the same to the same kind of rules as uh, as a regular person would be. So he is able because there will always be another excessively beautiful woman who wants to date him. So he is able to uh, to form to form insane mm. insane rules about who he's willing to date. And also remember because now his best friend Costanza is now engaged, so he has mm caught like a contagion some of Costanza's madder yeah behaviors he's not subject and, to the forces is, of the market i think that's what we're saying no ex- exactly he's not subject to market forces so he can so he can he can operate as an outlier he can just do whatever he wants and if it bothers him to see the same dress all the time then he's going to then he's going to he's going to raise that he's gonna but clap i think his it's, hands it's like a medieval it, king and say next it's less than it it's less that it bothers him and more that he's been driven mad and mm. like driven mad by his curiosity. And I have a lot of sympathy for that. I, I, I get driven. I get driven mad by, by curiosity about things. Mm. Are you the kind of person sure. who sees a tattoo and has to ask about the tattoo? No, I don't ask about people's tattoos because mm. I kind of figure that if they want to tell me, they'll tell me. And also like, Someone who wants to tell you about their tattoo, they are going to mm. find a way of telling you about their tattoo. <laughs> a great they're gonna way. Find, they're going to find a way of doing that. You just point at any tattoo and you go, is that the Hindu one? <laughs> Literally any tattoo <laughs> yeah, you point at. Like, someone's got like a Simpsons tattoo, be like, yeah. that's the Hindu one, right? Yeah. Arctic right? Monkeys <laughs> AM album cover. <laughs> that That is the Hindu Arctic Monkeys, right? Yeah, <laughs> the idea a near reality where there are two Arctic monkeys. You've got the Nazi Arctic monkeys and the Hindu Arctic monkeys. There's probably yeah. people trying to reclaim the Hindu Arctic monkeys from the yeah, Nazi yeah, Arctic yeah. monkeys, and you know if people could just but be then more. But then they're guilty of appropriation, mm. so it's 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 tricky. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. tricky all around. I mean, knee socks could be a song for the Nazi Arctic monkeys. They did love a knee sock. Did they? Yeah, it's very like. Uh, is it, Hitler Youth uniform, the knee sock. Um, yeah, I guess I just don't really associate. It's not. It's not the first thing that leaps leaps into. Well, into I mean, mind. obviously, you're not watching the same kind of porn. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mala's checking out. Hashtag knee sock Nazis. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, you know how like on your front page, there's <laughs> yeah, always yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's always like kind of like you know hit like Hitler Youth getting getting stuck in a getting stuck in his uh, beer stein. Yeah, um, a guy you know, from how that's the always SA on your front page, right? Like, yeah. So yeah. I'm here for the like, Nazi porn episode of this podcast. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, you don't have to get that lucky to end up on that. <laughs> I do. I do think. Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm a bit older. Maybe you date. You date actors in your twenties, and you go. People are odd. If you've got the same dress, <laughs> you get the same dress. And at Seinfeld, there's probably a twenty year gap anyway. Like if you if, if you got the same dress, that's all right. How, I mean, how many dates? I can never. How many dates do they go on? It's not really clear. Yeah, that's, that's like, too you know, few. One, like one or two. Really, that's too few. Mm. Sure, I mean, I, that's the They're genius of the comedy, though, isn't territory it? Like, there, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, no, I would want to. I would want to know. I would. But I think the crucial taxonomy drive, here is you're you're a woman. I think because a man is quite likely to, if you go on two dates in like a seven day span, to have like accidentally worn the same outfit. My ex had a dress. Oh, no, 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 who, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Do you like my ex had a dress called the man eater dress? Right. Okay. And it was mm-hmm. like. She got it from Nelly Furtado. I think so. It was yeah. around the same time, mm-hmm. and um, and all all her female mates they had like a man eater dress, and right. she she used it on me, and I wasn't like I I wasn't prepared for it, and I was like just wear that dress again. Like, <laughs> like she looked she looked stunning in it. The big uh, guns. Could we could have gone on like five dates, and she could have only worn that dress, and I would absolutely mm. have been fine with it. Mm. Okay, right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do some let's do some anthropology here. What you're talking about is the lucky dress. We have no proof whatsoever that Christy is wearing her lucky dress because she's just going to an antique shop, right? She's not going on a date. She's not necessarily expecting to meet anyone. This is just a kind of a day-to-day dress. This is a walking around dress. Like obviously I'm mm. familiar with the lucky dress because I'm a woman. Yeah, sure. Um like I know I know what what the lucky dress is mm. and yeah of course Unless she thinks that the antique works. store is the ideal place to pick up men yeah maybe mm. maybe it's interesting that she doesn't assume that jerry and elaine are there together considering going to an antique shop oh, when he doesn't take the bike off the wall she's like mm. yeah yeah, yeah maybe true. she's yeah. fishing way, maybe she's the, more the nefarious way is clear. yeah 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 the way is clear she's trapped under the bike i can go in <laughs> Yeah, I, lo- I love the I love the idea we are that like together, his but now like she has to be shot in the head like yeah. a horse that's broke its leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I like the I like the idea that like since he's since he's in a position to go out with this hot girl who maybe has this like mild eccentricity of only ever wearing the same dress that he should be like yeah this is fine which is probably true if we were talking about real people but since we are talking about a sitcom. Mm. It's probably more understandable that he that he takes issue with it also mm. i like I, no no i completely relate to it like if it's a like i wouldn't care if like if a bloke wears the same wears the same like jumper or whatever yet yeah, like mm. you said as long as it's clean because men in the main don't tend to have as varied a wardrobe as they have a uniform as women do and like yeah like men have a yeah mm. men work out what work out what suits them when they are 22 and then that is what they wear yeah. for the rest of their lives george has his monogram george polo shirt it's like a work shirt you know wears it on all his dates what are you talking about i mean i'm making it up obviously it's a joke oh right okay sorry no no, no i was just like yeah, i was what, just thinking like does he have you been on with george is wearing this polo shirt what are you shirt? talking about I, I literally don't i literally don't think he has he was, has one i was of just those. imagine it'd be very funny like a guy who has like a fi- like an like a, like an electrician would have with like the name of the company on it but just like a polo <laughs> shirt with his own name on it that he wears every day <laughs> just to be like so you know he's officially from the company like you don't need to ask id yeah I mean, there's definitely people who have their own name on their clothes. Oh yeah, home. yeah. Uh, and again, like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being, I'm, I'm being, I'm being so composite. I am, I'm a big fan, big fan of the monogram. Mm. Like maybe not on like your regular clothes. Like I probably don't have any kind of like dresses that just say Phoebe on the yeah. <laughs> like on the front there. Yeah, because Phoebe's um, facing forwards like, right now. You can't see the huge PR on the back of her top, but it is there. Yeah, I have, I, ha- I have, I've got monogram pajamas. I've got a monogrammed pen. Um, nice. I simp. I simply love it. You put my name on something, and I'm just gonna have such a great time. You're getting the boarding school experience later in life. 
Well, I vaguely remember there being like when I was a teenager, there was a sort of brief trend of like those, uh, you know, like those bowling shirts that have like the name tags on, mm. and you could you could get them with like your own name. Sure. But like, but like, what is getting like your own football shirt other than mm. other than just you know just loving a monogram? But friend of the show. Charlie Palmer um, at university because he had just come from boarding school, had his name sewn into all of his socks, which I thought was very funny and used to bring up constantly. That's very, that's so cute. That's, <laughs> that's boarding school behavior. It that really is. Boarding school well, behavior. it's literally boarding school behavior because they have to go to the big boarding school laundry. So you have to have your name sewn in your socks. Otherwise, yeah, they won't yeah, know yeah. who they are. But it does, yeah, it does just, it, it was a funny imagining his mum packing him off to Cambridge, like, <laughs> I've sewn your name into all your socks. It's <laughs> <laughs> name socks. A kid at my primary school was, uh, was discovered to have one of those, like, kind of name tape, like, iron on name tape things on the inside of his coat. And oh, wow, uh, yeah. and he did not. He did not. Hey, bruv, hear your the mum end of can't that sew for the for the rest. She's of using school. iron on. I imagine that's what the origin of the teasing was. No, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Not even got a sewing machine, mate. I mean, if you go to yeah, a boarding that's school, what, that's what all women can do. <laughs> you, you'd surely you'd have to end up at like Cambridge or Oxford or like a university where you're going to be safe. From yeah. people discovering that your name is in your clothes. <laughs> your names are or in where the Where rather enough people also have their name in their clothes. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a be, mutually assured destruction thing. Yeah. It's gotta, that's you've gotta the, be that's, a that's the first that's the first thing like that's the first thing you do if you mm. go to if you go to another university, if you go to a non Oxbridge, non boarding school university, first thing you do, you get together in like a roving band, you go around the halls and you check people you check mm. people's socks for their names and if you find them that's what we did, man. We go boom, boom, boom. Open up, open up your socks. Show me your socks. Show me your guns. Show, show, show. It's like prison. You turn up the first day of any regular British university, and you have to find the guy with the most nondescript socks and beat the shit out of him. Otherwise, everyone will think you're a pussy. Otherwise, everyone will just assume that you've got you've got your name inside your socks. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's a it's a dangerous game. No, yeah, no, no, no. Jer- like Jerry is obviously being mental. Of like, of course he is being mental. But like I said, I, I develop, I definitely develop curiosities about things which are which are kind of basically insoluble mysteries because you can never find out the answer. Mm. But but like I'm like just like desperate to know about so many things, and I would definitely. Particularly like, yeah, they've only been on a few dates. This is like, this is a relationship which basically means nothing to him and which he can very, very easily blow up. I can absolutely imagine blowing up a relationship I didn't care about in service of an insane curiosity. I, I met a very beautiful young woman after a comedy gig when, when mm-hmm. I was new in comedy and all the other older comics were like throwing me at her. Uh, like you got, you got to mate. You got, you know. It's like, mm. and, it was like a line out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Men, men in comedy. Ooh. and um, I, I have a couple of tattoos, and, and she's like, oh, I, I have some tattoos, like great common ground, because mm. yeah, I had no idea how to talk to women because I went to an all boys high school, and um, so you just show them your markings. Yeah, absolutely. Like dogs, yeah, like, it's like yeah. 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 Ink, ink, I too like stab ink. And <laughs> it's Hindu one. It's Hindu one. Um, and she went, oh yeah, I've got like, uh, she, I, I've, I've, yeah, I had a, a tattoo. Well, I still have it. And it's quite an embarrassing one. But she had, um, it's like, I've got a clothing label tattooed on me. 
Um, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting, and it was. Mm. It's kind of interesting, and she had as a as a tramp stamp as well, you know, just above above her bum. And she shows it to me. The clothing brand, I don't know if you have it in the UK. Okay. It's a surf brand over here. And it's called Rusty. No. Ooh. Yeah, no, 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 no. That, that exists here. Yeah. It? Okay. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like, it's quite hard to get hold of. Like, yes, quite it's elitist. Like, it's like one of the ones that you have, mm. like you have it in like a kind of... Um, in like like skate and surf shops, like there will it's a lot be like, like a keep a horse a rack. Yeah, there will be like a rack of like rusty clothes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to have a rusty zipper. So yeah. So on the one hand, you know, she's got like she's trying to show that she's hardcore into that life. Mm. On the other hand, yeah. she just has the word rusty above her ass, <laughs> <laughs> and, like a warning. <laughs> yeah. And I like and I mm. I totally Seinfeld. I I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I just kind of removed myself. And you know, all the other comments like, what are you doing? What are you phoning? And I was like, nah, man, big. Like, yeah, if, I, if I'd known They're about in the, the language of yelling into your earpiece. Yeah, yeah, you're screwing this up. You're screwing it. <laughs> if we'd had the language of like red flags and green flags back then, I would, I would have just pulled a small red flag out of my jacket or something and be like, red flag. And that's rusty above her ass, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's an ick. My, it's, yeah. my, old, my old housemate had a girlfriend who had a Homer Simpson tattoo. Oh, um, no. And it, oh, God. Even just thinking about it, it's slightly unpleasant. It was what what, what iteration Homer's, of Homer Simpson was it? Oh, 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 oh god, it's so horrible. It was Homer's face yeah. turned sideways, mm-hmm. and you know, I oh, made to look like Homer's a vagina. Mouth. Yeah, not 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 made to look like a vagina. No. On around her. Oh vagina. no, no. Oh, that's meth. That's definitely meth. So yeah. So round. So. If she moved her legs, then it looked like Homer Simpson was was talking. Oh dear! Oh dear! Marge. I mean, a, a good yeah. bit for like one time. Is this a as a temporary tattoo? Good bit. Um, yeah. Milo, is this a is this a is this a bonus or a free? I think it's a free. Okay, I'm not going to tell the rest of the story. Then I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. How much worse does it get? Yeah. This is a, no. This is a. This is a. You've got. To, you've got to be paying for our content if you want to hear the rest of this. You ever heard I'm the part where it goes dope? It's like, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A no, tattoo no, that like, makes it look like, like when you're fucking, you're being sucked off by Homer Simpson is a concerning. Well, be like when, you're, when you're going down, you'd be making out with Homer Simpson. Yes. That's, that's yeah. very confusing. Which makes you gay as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe that's point about to, how it maybe is that's gay worth, pussy, actually. Maybe that's something worth worth thinking about. Mm. Yeah, like, what is your feeling on, like, people asking you about your tattoos? Like, if people ask me, I don't care. I don't mind. Like, it makes no... It, like, I don't mind explaining them. Like, I feel, I feel like if you don't want to... If you don't want to explain them, then maybe don't have like your inner thoughts, feelings, parts like parts of your life, you know, physically drawn on your body where people can see them. If you don't want people to ask about them, but like I think, but some people really don't like people asking about them. So I don't know what the what your vibe well, is. Different cultures have different things on ink. Like in the Pacific, mm. where um, and I, I only really speak for Samoan culture, but the idea is that the tattoos. Uh, are always there and the tattooist uh, because we have cultural tattooists right yeah they're, they're just drawing the tattoo out so what they're carving out what's already there oh okay it doesn't quite explain the bacardi bat on my shoulder but like, it's, <laughs> but i am an alcoholic so maybe you, they you are part cuban yeah yeah and I, I look at it at least <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think even Cubans would be like, no, no, my friend, no, that's the rusty of alcohol. Why would you have to <laughs> at least get Havana Club? Yeah, you know? exactly. Be classy. Yeah, the non-Guzano. Um, <laughs> but I think, rum. yeah. I mean, I but I don't dress to show any of my ink. Sure, yeah. Well, it's it's. I think you're right. I think it's the ones who have like got like singlet and the big thing, and mm. yeah. they're like, yeah, this actually is uh, part of my journey, and uh, it unlocks. Uh, my deep love of Homer Simpson and uh, <laughs> <laughs> to see why I've put you know Spider Pig. Mm. Oh God! You no, know you when people that. when people respond when people respond to your tattoos, being like, oh, "Aren't you going to feel weird about that when you're old?" And you always want to say, "What precisely would you? What's your goal here? What do you want me to do about this?" Because mm. it's there now. Like I'm not going to look at it and go, "Shit, you're right." What? What do I do? This is going to look like shit. Mm. Oh, oh no. Oh no. I'll tell you what, this ass oh, is no. only getting rustier. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you will be rusty. Like, as a human being, you will be, you mm. will be rusty. It'll play. Taking on an orangey hue. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Did you know that um, if you have tattoos, if you, if you get them done in certain parts of the world, you can't have an MRI? Because of the uh, metal content of the pigment, that because seems not you, ideal. Because if you have a tattoo somewhere where they don't have like as many regulations about like the like the kind of the metal content of different pigments, um, then it can like yank the ink out of your skin. It's one way to get a tattoo removed. Mm. It's one way to get a tattoo removed, but then again, it's really hard to get an MRI. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of what, sort of weighing it up. Just get a friend with a magnet and just be like, <laughs> magnet. <laughs> bottle of whiskey something to bite on and just get them to <laughs> just draw Not it out biting down on the homer simpson plush toy uh, uh, get it out yeah. um yeah so um george meanwhile is um him and susan are at dinner with a couple of susan's friends who are a couple and uh, they're she's heavily pregnant they're talking is about baby cousin? names oh it's cousin right okay yeah and so um, that's that's why he says like so you're susan's cousin the baby will be Susan's second cousin. So what does that make me? Um, because Susan's cousins are obviously wasps like everyone in her family. They sort of say in a kind of, kind of very uptight way, oh, it doesn't make you anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not a blood relative in any case, which is kind of what he's getting at, I feel like. Yeah. Um, he is a step uncle. Um, so uh, basically they, they're throwing out baby name ideas and George is like, no, 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 no. Here's a good name for a girl. Soda. Um. And then they, they of course, are, are a bit taken aback by this, as, as you would be. Um, and George is evangelizing for it. And then in the car on the way home, Susan's like, yeah, I think they hated that baby name idea. He's like, no, no, they're going to go for it. And then he's like, and I've also got a great name for our kid, Seven. Um, and again, uh, Susan is quite taken aback by this, as you would be. I feel like this is kind of breaking off the engagement territory. If, you're, if your betrothed starts talking about naming your baby Seven, you might want to start thinking about your options. Really? It's not that bad. I quite like it. I think it's fine. Sort of in kind of Jacob Rees Mogg territory there. I've he- I've heard I have had worse names than Seven. Like mm. if it, like it's like it's like uh, it's like Costanza says. You've got to divorce it from knowing that it means the number seven and just mm. think of it as a word. Yeah, I guess that is that is true. Um, are they going to go? Well, you know who, you know whose you know whose child is called Seven? Whose? There's a one of the Beckhams, one of the Beckham babies. Oh no, he's, he's named like a child now. after his shirt number. That's oh uh, yeah, no, no, it will be. Well, also they're both big Seinfeld fans, so it's probably it. Huge, probably posh and likely. Bex. Oh, that was always on the TV yeah, at Beckingham Palace the whole time. 
What what number the, kid is their he? Their daughter is called Harper Seven. Harper Seven. Oh yeah, it's a it's a double barrel. Yeah, but they gave Harper. That's that's not full commitment. Yeah, she's it's not, not going to go by Sevy, is she? Yeah. Maybe that's what Sevy Biostaros's real name was. <laughs> it it is. People don't know that. Siete Biostaros. There was there was I don't know what the rules are in the UK. There was a quite well-known case back in the day mm. in New Zealand of a okay. woman who was forbidden to name her child for real with the oh. number four. Oh, nice. Like and, an energy drink. And they, yeah, they, they interviewed her and she was like, yeah, I want to have uh, three kids um, for real, for sure, and forever. <laughs> and everyone was just like, and people were mocking her, uh, and, and rightly so. But mm. it, it was like, <laughs> I, I used to do material about it and I'd mm. go around New Zealand and I had to stop because people kept coming up to me and like not angry, but like enthusiastically telling me the weird names people had oh, given no. kids. And I was like, oh, this is, and this is really before social media took off. This is like a trend, like there was Casio named after the watch. Oh, fuck. But like <clears throat> with um, Pacific Island vowels, so it was like Casio <laughs> with, like, with a K. Um, that is better because then it's plausibly like the most the most insane one uh, and I still can't believe someone at IA uh, internal affairs didn't like pull this up but it was a it was a woman who'd had twins and one was called F-U-S-H and the other one was C-H-U-P-S fuck chops fush and chops fush and chops oh no and I was like that's a lie and they showed me like the like driver's license things and Shit. it was like you know the ba- you have baby driver's licenses no, in oh, New no, Zealand no 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 like they, they were, that's what like the baby driver is about so like they've been born in the 80s <laughs> but they um, I see but yeah but like the middle name so he went by Martin because the middle name was, was like Fush Martin and I was like how and he went our, our, our parents like hooked up uh, and their first date was fish and chips, and no. dad got mum pregnant that night. Um, wow! And like, yeah, that's a very things used to move that's faster a very back New in the Zealand day. romance story. Is what it is. <laughs> they just hopped up and had fush and chops, and then they just know. Um, <laughs> that is that is quite something. Um, something to really mull over for a number of days, I think. Long after the podcast finishes, I will be considering the the twin the twin babies. But they're kind of like a Castor and Pollux for our age. Yeah, yeah. Um, there should be moons named Fashion Chops that you can only see from the Southern Hemisphere. Right. So, like, okay. So, fine. You're not going to get on board with me that Seven's not a bad name. Fine, 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 fine. But like the whole like name like name Uh-oh. giving thing like i would fu- i think I, I think i'm going to find it like like basically paralyzing if i have if i have a child because like like naming anything like there's always is always carrying a risk that you're going to get sick of the sound of the name you've chosen right mm. yeah so it's like tough. it's a big responsibility how are you going to do that with your like with your own child yeah like like i know like i know people who like who let their child like name a pet and mm. then they're like stuck for the next like 15 years with this fucking stupid name that the child has given the pet. Well, Uber Butler's like, parents let his siblings name him. Did they? Which is how he ended up with the name Uber, yeah. I thought Uber was a nickname. No, it's his like legal name. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I like I could have sworn he told me that it was 
like a child, like a kind of childhood nickname. Yeah, no, it's just what what he told me anyway was that his parents, because he's like, I think he's the the youngest of six, or he's one of the younger of six, and his parents just let his older siblings name him, but they were also quite young. But maybe that's because they'd run out of names by that point. Maybe, yeah. Well, if they'd been going one through seven, they'd have been fine. But well, it's lucky he didn't end up with Sixtus like that, Reese Mogg. Yeah, kid. Yeah, it's not He's, great. It's not, it's not even the right. It's not even right. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't name a Reese Mogg child. No, I know Sextus. you couldn't. I know you couldn't call them Sextus. I am aware. I am aware of that. But it's too horny for a Reese Mogg. But, but then, don't. And it rhymes with sex pest. It's just playground it suicide. Yeah, it really is. Have you yeah. Have you ever encountered Jacob Reese Mogg? I mean, I, not, I haven't encountered him. No, not, not in person. No, no. no I, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the ghoul of Westminster. <laughs> he, is, he, is a goo, he is a ghoulish guy. Although having said that, he's yeah. got like eight kids, so you can't really accuse him and uh, him mm. and uh, what's her, what's oh, she's got. She's got a stupid name as well. She's something. She, Helena de Chair. That's Helena de Chair. Yeah. Well, de Chair by name. Helena de Chair. Sure yeah. the, the inventor of the bench. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Uh, where her money comes from, old Helen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, it's like it, yeah, it's a it's a lot it's a lot of it is a lot of pressure. Mm. Um, it's a lot of pressure giving a name to a child because, like, if you, if you give, not feeling it, but if you, it's well, it's like it's like having a tattoo. Like, this is what you should say to people with their new babies. It's like, aren't you going to get sick of that name when you're old? What if you get sick of that name? What if it goes all wrinkly? Mm. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't, don't want, want that, that at all. I don't know, um, but yeah. So he gets so like so. Costanza tries to give the name Soda to to the cousins. They 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 reject it because uh, the, like mm. honestly, they're thinking of calling the kid Joan. You can't call a baby Joan. No, no. You can only you can only this be is born my baby. At 80 this is old. Joan. Yeah, be called Joan. That's the way that Joan works. Joan the baby. It's a sort of Benjamin Button type situation for Jones. Yeah. Exactly, um, I think and so. And then so they then they steal the name Seven, which Costanza's very pissed off about. Um, Rightly. Rightly. Yeah. If you've come up with a unique name, then there's a there's a statute of limitations. It's, it's IP, it, I think. you know, yeah. they should take him to court. And also Seven Costanza, that's a name. Seven Ross, that's terrible. Mm. Yeah. No one, no one wants Seven Ross. Yeah. Five Ross, though. Five Ross. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Mm, yeah, yeah. Me, me and your mother, we uh, we went on our first date on Five Guys, and we just um, we hit it off and four. Well, no, that's right. well, actually, when you were conceived, there were four other men there. <laughs> one was called Ross, sure. but that's yeah, your one. last name, so that's out. No, they were all called yeah. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> that was your mother's kink at the time. Um, well, men called Ross. With men came yeah. called Ross. Yeah. You actually look more like one of them than me, but that's a that's a tale for a different story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a story for the subscribers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, there's a scene. We get a scene of George is in the car. They're driving to the hospital. She's in labour and he's trying to talk him out of the name Seven. He um, he gets into the car with them. I mean, you're making it sound much more neutral than it is, but he is. He does get into get into the car. In order to harangue them about the name, he sees that this is a time pressured thing, you know, and it's an important matter, and he's not going to let it go. Um, Fair enough. Meanwhile, um, uh, Kramer and Elaine are still in dispute about the bike because their neck pain has come back, and so then they go to Newman to arbitrate on who should have the bike, and they do also, this whole kind of also, like King Solomon Cra- riff. Kramer says that, oh yeah, like if you don't want your neck to get worse again, you should have been sleeping on a board and it's common sense. And she thinks mm. that it is not common sense. She's, she's right. It is, 
it's not common it sense. Is not Kramer common is being sense. mad. Very few things that Kramer thinks are common sense. Um, and then sort of like Newman goes through the whole process. And in the end, he's like, well, I'll just cut the bike in half. And then Elaine is like, fine, just destroy it. And then Kramer's like, no, no, she should have the bike. And then so he gives it to Kramer. Um, it was a well, it was a well flag posted King Solomon bit. Yeah, very, very Solomon. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that is, you know, so then Kramer ends up with the... Uh, Doesn't he even go, you are very wise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then, you know, just get half the... If you get the back half of the bike, unicycle, you know. You've still got a bike. I mean, you have to be kind of weird about it, but... It's, yeah, you've um, got to be that guy, though, haven't you? You've got to be a lateral thinker in this guy. situation. Anyway, so then Kramer ends up with the bike. Uh, but meanwhile, Jerry, because Kramer instituted the system where everything that he takes out of Jerry's fridge, Jerry puts on a sort of tab for him. Jerry adds up his tab and Kramer doesn't have the money for it. And so then he sells the bike to Newman to get the money to pay Jerry. Elaine sees Newman on the street riding the bike and sort of attacks him. Um, and then we get a beautiful, a classic Seinfeld freeze frame to end the episode. of The sort of harried Newman on the on the bike, yeah. I mean, I I would let Judy Lou Dreyfus attack me at any time. Yeah, of course. I'm just putting that out there in the world. I I wouldn't object. What if she was wearing the same dress? <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know, I'm not. I'm a stand up comedian. I'm not going to look that gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Whatever dress she wants to wear, that's fine by me. So so so. Meanwhile, Jer- Jerry has attempted to. Uh, discover uh, discover why she always wears the same dress with um with with the result that she thinks that he is insane and and stops yeah. seeing him but yeah, she, yeah he will never find he's out struck he out again know. and that's what's he'll infuriating him it's very infuriating yeah. it's not it's not the loss of this beautiful woman it's the fact that he'll never know yeah curiosity and killed the jerry again like i completely sympathize with this this would bother me so much more You'd have to put your, your surveillance people on it. Um, so uh, that's the episode. Um, and it remains for us to thank James very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug to our loyal hogs? Uh, look, it's, I think uh, the, the main theme of this episode mm. has been um, if something's, you know, if there's a curiosity you've got and it's, if it's winding you up, you, you've got to do your best to explore it. Absolutely. To that end, you probably want to subscribe uh, to... Um, the paid content to be able to find out the rest of that Homer Simpson story. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, think, I, think all, I think I'm going to have to subscribe now. Very I mean. generous of a guest to plug our own <laughs> show. That's just a listener. That's good. Um, I, I have a, if you're a sports fan and into rugby, I have a podcast uh, called Fair Game, which is about the Pacific rugby nations and their intricate dealings with world rugby. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, and if you um, have mental health issues, uh, I have a mental health podcast called Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower. Okay, nice. I tell you what, I bet we've got a lot more listeners with mental health issues than we have who are into <laughs> rugby, just eyeballing it. Potentially. <laughs> that's based that's, on the content of the show. That's potentially the case. But you know what? There could be some for both. You never, you never, I mean, in New Zealand, it's, it's pretty common ground. <laughs> significant, significant crossover. Spend enough yeah. of your youth getting head injuries sooner oh, or later. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, we're in an insane country. I think New Zealand and Brazil are the only two countries the economy is affected when the national team loses in a World Cup. 
That does sound about right. Yeah, we're absolutely out of it. Now all you need is a sickly prime minister, like a guy who's in the hospital every week, and then you'll be the Brazil of the South. <laughs> well, look, I think I think we're, just, we're still in recovery from losing Jacinda. I think we're still, mm. yeah, you know, yeah. as, as a nation, we're just like, we are, we're still grieving on that. The problem is she kept wearing the same dress to <laughs> office every day mm. and slowly lost the voters. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld commands a powerful voting block on the South Island, and uh, she lost it. Yeah, you need the sick man of Australasia. That is right, that's yeah. What you're, that's what you're after. Jair uh, Bolsonaro, but with the Pacific Island of Owls. There's <laughs> probably, uh, probably out there. I'll probably get some listeners going, actually, I think you'll find actually. this dictator in Vanuatu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will find that. Um, so, yeah, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. $3 a month for the bonus episodes. $5 a month for the Discord and the Movie Corner. $10 a month for the What's the Deal miniseries. And we have another and, thing to plug. And, and, we do. Sorry, I thought you were going to do it. No, no, no. You were champing at the bit there. No, I was just excited. You were like the keeper horse. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but plasticky. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we, uh, me, Phoebe and Patrick Wyman have done a new podcast series all about HBO's Rome. We talked about it's a 12 episode series. We talk all about the first season of Rome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, finally putting those classics degrees to valuable use <laughs> and um, uh, yeah you can get it for $15 on Bandcamp the first episode is free and it's also out on the Masters of Our Domain feed or you can listen to it on Bandcamp if you prefer yeah check yeah. it out listen to, listen to Rome course absolutely alright well we will see you all very soon bye bye bye